Yemunla, you're listening to Karo Karamo EV, Karo Karamo, the English version. Karo Karamo is a podcast about the representation of the Caribbean in cinema and television. I'm your host, Patra M, and this is episode 8, part 1. I hope you guys had a great month of February. Now we're in March 2021. A year ago, France was going through its first lockdown because of the COVID-19 pandemic. And two years ago, I was planning my first trip to Miami, which turned out to be the last trip I had with my family since then. Our next destination was supposed to be Seoul in South Korea in 2020. And the thing is, I went to Seoul about eight or nine years ago now. I was in my mid-twenties. So I was looking forward to going back and experiencing South Korea before I reached my mid-thirties. Now, clearly, this won't happen. And... Yeah, but Seoul and Miami are cities that made me feel confident about my identity in a way that Paris never did. When I went to Seoul, I was still fighting my Guadeloupean identity. Maybe one day I'll share more about that, but I talked about it a little bit in my discussion with Kerian in the Carry On Friend podcast, and also with Anushka Vernon and Adani from the Caribbean Millennials podcast. I had my own reasons for finding a connection with Korea, but I had no idea this connection would go back all the way to the Caribbean. Once again, it's something I realized all thanks to a film. I attended a free screening of the documentary Heronimo by Joseph John. This documentary is about the Korean immigration in the Caribbean early during the 20th century. You can read my review on carocaramon.com. This film got me thinking about my approach to my Caribbean identity made of many cultural influences. It got me to figure out why I felt at home when I was in Miami, why I felt so deeply the Caribbean connection in the film Moonlight by Barry Jenkins. A lot of people didn't enjoy my Caribbean take on Moonlight. I don't know why they kept saying that I was reading the film wrong when I specifically said my point wasn't to write a film review. My point was to talk about the strong Caribbean influence in the characterization, my article is available on caracama.com if you want to check it out. But I think the fact that some people, even Caribbean people, will try to shut you down when you read the world with your Caribbean lens is the reason the film I'm talking about today is important. In this episode, we're talking about See You Yesterday by Stéphane Bristol. It's time for the Yekrik Yekrak. In the Yekrik Yekrak segment, I tell you the plot of the film. See You Yesterday is an American sci-fi film released in May 2019 on Netflix. 
and I insist on the fact that the film is only available on Netflix, I think. I don't think it had a traditional theater release. Nearly two years later, with movie theaters shut down and streaming services soaring, it does feel like See You Yesterday was already back to the future. The film was directed by Stefan Bristol, who also wrote the script with Frederica Bailey. About the plot now, here's what the French Netflix summary said. While two teenage prodigies develop a time machine, a serious mistake made by the police leads them to risk everything to change the course of events. This is my own translation. The time machine element gives you the sci-fi vibe right away. The expression used to talk about police brutality is the one French people use to minimize police responsibility in the harassment and the killing of black people. So I'm not sure how accurate my choice of words is, but I think you get the feel I'm going for. On the other hand, what you can notice is that the word black is nowhere. And that's also a very French approach to the racist aspect of police brutality. What sets off the character's journey is the wrongful killing of a young black man. Calvin being black is the only reason he gets killed. Here's the summary on IMDb. Two Brooklyn teenage prodigies, C.G. Walker and Sebastian Thomas, build makeshift time machines to save C.G.'s brother, Calvin, from being wrongfully killed by a police officer. So again, the sci-fi element with the time machine is mentioned. What's interesting is how they don't say Calvin is black. However, since Brooklyn is mentioned, I think most people watching this today would assume that the characters aren't white. For me, as a Guadeloupian woman born in the late second half of the 20th century, when I hear the word Brooklyn, I picture hip-hop. I picture black people. I don't know what it will be like 20 years from now with gentrification and everything. Anyway, here we at least get the name of the characters and you can tell it's about family love. I still remember when I watched the trailer for See You Yesterday. I was glad that the story was centered around two black teenage characters, but I was still worried about the theme, time travel to prevent another black teen from being killed by a police officer. That's why it took me a few days to watch the movie after it was posted online and frankly I started because black twitter was on fire because of the ending. At best people were expressing their confusion, at worst they said that the ending ruined the whole film. So my expectations were at the bare minimum. I waited about two weeks before taking the time to sit down and watch the film. It was on Saturday, May the 18th of 2019. I, yes, I went back to my Insta story archives. My worries completely disappeared five seconds after the opening credits started. And I'm not kidding. Five seconds into the film, I was shook by the way this film represented Caribbean culture. Once the ending credits rolled in, I realized that it was the first time 
I saw the experience of the American Caribbean diaspora represented in a contemporary way without the Caribbean element being considered foreign. That's why it was all the more frustrating for me to read critics of the film that completely left the representation of the Caribbean culture out of their review nine times out of ten. The majority of the remarks were only about the ending or police brutality. I kept scrolling through my Twitter timeline and my Instagram feed to read a full review with a Caribbean perspective. And I just didn't find it really Black Twitter on that one, I don't get it. I mean, I get the fight against police brutality narrative might be something you are tired of. But to me, this film is also about showing the Caribbean American experience. At that time, I was dragging my feet to review Guava Island and I enjoyed See You Yesterday so much that I was this close to changing my publishing calendar and making See You Yesterday my episode 5. As you can see, I managed to be patient. Oh, and I even got Stefan Bristol to do an interview with me. And I'm so thankful that he did. Although he didn't know what I had to say about his film. His experience about growing up as a first generation born in America from a Guyanese family resonated so much with my experience growing up in Guadeloupe, but being completely immersed into the US black culture. In the 21st century, how do you define a contemporary Caribbean identity from the diaspora perspective? This is what we'll talk about in the Caribbean Connections. Thank you for listening. Make sure you're subscribed to my newsletter. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Caro Caramon. You can give me five stars on Apple Podcasts to give Caro Caramon more visibility. Let me know if you enjoyed this episode. See you à dans d'autres soleils. Ciao, Bérède.